Welcome to Look Who's Talking. Oh boy, those Dolphins can run. Scared of Miami. Down goes Rodgers, and the Bills still lose. The only thing better than week one in the NFL is week two. Here we go. Freestyle. Yeah! We're at the very start of the adventure of the NFL season, folks. As I said in the beginning, the only thing better than week one is week two. A little bit of the mystery is gone. Everyone's got to plan until you get punched in the face. The Jets fans are sort of used to getting punched in the face, and they got uppercutted last night with their Super Bowl dreams. We're back for Look Who's Talking episode 150. All right. If this was Hunger Games, there'd be a lot of people dying. Episode 150. All 150 episodes brought to you by the wonderful people at Huck Media and my mustache twisting flyboard bungee jumping buddy, Andy Huckle, with his newest house at the junction. And as always, I'm joined by my amazing, wonderful, hilarious, sometimes with a sloppy shirt on and a funny hairdo, but he's a good dude and a pretty great third liner. Weird Mike, Mike Angeletti. Uh, he's got his smash, sprinkle, and survivor talk as per usual. He's standing. Me and Hawk are sitting because we're somewhat more normal than him. That's why he's weird, Mike, and that's why, too. Huck's Titans had a tough one down in Louisiana. Uh, was that a real win by the Saints or not? We'll talk. Just one thing quick before we get into it. One thing I love about doing this stuff, this look who's talking thing, is that I am a football fan first. I'm a sports fan first. Bills fan second. Love the Bills. Heartbroken they lost last night. But I found myself, I was talking to Palmy like during the game. Shout out, coach. Um, I felt immediately, obviously, we all felt horrible for Aaron. You know? You know, you never want to see a guy uh, tear his fucking Achilles. That's not official yet, but that sure looks like what's happened. Uh, on the third play of the game in his new in his new career in his new career home, and then on the other side of the coin, yeah, Josh Allen, my favorite player in the league, our favorite player in the league, uh, got intercepted three times, fumbled once, probably one of the worst games of his life. However, Jordan Whitehead on the Jets, the opposition of our home team, had the best night of his life. I don't care if this guy's had seven kids. Okay, this is, he wears number three. He got three interceptions off one of the best quarterbacks in the world on Monday Night Football, week one, opening weekend in New York on 9-11, and the Jets win the game. And he got 250K bonus for getting those those interceptions. I'm just happy for sports allows us to watch people have the best moments of their life, whether it's the draft, championships, or some random defensive back on the Jets. It's pretty cool. Anyway, tough loss for the Bills, as Harris said. We'll get him at the Ralph. Uh, Jet season is over. No matter what, that was a good win. But uh, we're going to win the war. You won the battle last night. It's now Bills and Dolphins for the division. We're going to talk about all that. Uh, big shout out to everyone who's played our Survivor touched our Survivor our touchdown Survivor contest and our a lot of entries into the Look Who's Talking Pick Six. Fired up. Uh, Weird Mike, how was your Sunday? How you doing this morning? And uh, what's going on? Well, let me tell you, Weird Mike took a serious jab to the chin week one, round one, NFL season. We're going 18 rounds, 18 weeks. You know, next week, next round, hoping to uh, dish a blow of my own. So, tough week, 0-2 on the spread, got a bonus. 
lost big on both those bets. And my summer bankroll, all the tennis, all the golf, all the midnight ping pong, all the virtual greyhounds, everything you can dig. Go to the bottom of that 365 page, folks. There's a lot more than you think than just the top few. So it's tough anyway, sledding in tough. August, man. Sometimes you're betting virtual greyhounds. All right. <laughs> Summer bankroll wasted, gone. Making a deposit a- this week. Couple days off. Going to regroup. Nothing before Thursday. Uh, too early to get down on that maction on the CFB on the Wednesday night. A little too early. <laughs> so um, heartbroken. Too- Watch. Watched every snap of that Monday nighter. Saw Aaron Rodgers try to be Captain America with the with the flag. What a show, right? Yeah. What a moment. Everything was brewing. It almost had like those uh Katrina vibes. Remember the game at the Superdome? Yep. After they had gone their two years in the temporary home, they came back. The guy blocked the punt. Sort of like the three picks or the punt return walk-off, right? It was kind of the Steve Gleason. Steve Gleason blocked the punt. Yep. Yeah, so anyway, um, I said it earlier on this show, our first episode of season seven, everybody. Today, 150. 150. 150 episode. Thank you. Uh, what is it called? The Bicentennial? That sounds right. I feel like you would know this stuff more than me. Yeah, I know. I'm hanging around Niagara on the lake a little too much. I don't think it's the Bicentennial. 150 something, whatever commemoration that is, it's happening right now, everyone. Um, but the bills... Okay. That I feel like that's a stench loss. Like that's a loss that hangs around the room. When I said they they got early pressure. Remember, I, I was like, I was giving them a free pass on this game. Uh, you know, a lot of emotion, like we said, Rogers, but I was thinking like a 31-27 shootout, and they lost to a supercharged building. And you know, the offense was humming and there was a few plays, and it was, you know, it's okay. Hey, you lost, you can't win every game. Not up 10 to a guy who's, you know, the understudy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else. He's not a backup. He's an understudy. Well, I mean, they, they you know, they scored, they scored 16 points in regular time. Like, Josh gave them that game. Like, the, 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 the New York offense, I mean, Garrett Wilson made an incredible catch, but the New York offense didn't do shit last night. My biggest, my biggest concern, I hear, I hear about the stench, but, I mean, in my mind, like, the division just got a whole lot easier. Uh, you got another AFC team that's kind of out. Uh, so it's a, it's a very stacked AFC. And if you're a Bills fan, like, yeah, we lost, but. But hold on, hold on, hold on. You just said the division got easier, right? Yep. Okay. But they only have five division games. So they only have one more game against the Jets. Yeah, that's right. The, the rest of their division schedule is equally hard. Yep. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying that now there's one less team fighting for those wild card spots like let's say yeah. there's there's seven spots and there's 10 teams that could make it now there's nine you know why don't you why don't you tell that to your boy carson wentz who's about to get a phone call and that country bumpkin you know not how mad is zach wilson gonna be they're just gonna tease the guy because you know Wentz wentz is gonna go down because that o-line shit they'll bring in a i don't know they'll bring in a backup i i, I mean are they bringing in carson wentz three teams in four years bro apparently I look, I've always seen a guy who's very athletic in Carson Wentz. I was a big Carson Wentz fan. I was, but I don't know what he's like in the dressing room. Okay. I always got to remind myself of that. There's some stuff I don't know, which why I try to watch mic'd up and NFL film stuff all the time. I find like that helps me bet even more than some 
than a lot of stats, put it that way. Just what are these guys actually like? You know, what are they actually like? And uh, it, it sold me on Joe Burrow, like just watching like his rookie season when he's mic'd up, sold me on Trevor Lawrence and sold me on Josh Allen very early in his career. Either way, apparently Carson Wentz is a fucking weirdo. Let's just be honest here. All right. Praise God. Shoot deer. And uh, I don't want to talk to my teammates. I just want to scratch my ginger beard and go make Christian children. All right. It's kind of just a weird dude. So one less log on the fire in the AFC is your takeaway. No. Also, one other takeaway from that game. I'm fucking worried about the Bills offense. That has nothing to do with their players. I think we have grossly um, underestimated how much of a downgraded offensive coordinator we went from Josh, from, from Dable, the new coach of the Giants, to Ken O'Brien. It's second and 15 in overtime last night. And you know what? Let's say we've been running for about 1.2 yards all night. Second and 15. We need a field goal to win the game after this disaster. Second and 15. Let's run a draw for one and a half yards. Set up a nice third and 12. Because why not? Uh, we, we, we become a much more predictable offense in the last year and a half or year since Dayball left. We're running the ball on first down a lot. A lot, bro, and it's not successful running. So we're just doing second and ten, almost as a as a choice. I don't like it. I'm worried about what we're doing on offense because we have the players. And uh, at some point, even Andy Reid looks at Pat. He's like, "All right, we're going to throw the rest of the game." Okay, like. So how about how about a full 180 ASAP from because now they got Latavius Murray and Damian Harris. And these Buffalo Bills O-line struggle in pass block. But I think they – remember, Jets' defense could be legendary. So let, let's – this just two yards, three yards of carry. I think the Bills can be a, a good, power run team. They got a good defensive front. No, they're not. They're not going to be. Yeah. You're telling me something's wrong? Let's – let's Our let's offensive line doesn't – the other side of it. Our offensive line does not get a good run push. So we're, we're just not going to be that team. They got a hard time pass blocking too. I've just, I've watched the most successful Bills team in since since I was six years old be a pass first pass often and let Josh make decisions whether he's going to run yeah. it or pass it. As soon as we draw it to James Cook, it's like all right, but let's hope we block. That was two years ago, man. Show business, bro. Your last film, your last season, your last game. Yeah, I could throw metaphors out there too. If it ain't broke, all don't that matters. Fix it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's it, it it's it's fucking broken, bro. We talk, we've been to the we've been to we've been to the final four. We've been like we we were 13 seconds away from hosting the AFC Championship game versus the Bengals. It ain't broke. It won broke. And now we're 0 and one, and that's all that matters. No, yeah, that's all that matters is is that we you're saying we should just start running the ball. Okay. No, Mike. I'm saying first of all, I didn't know they had Latavius Murray. Okay, big fan, big fan. Yeah. Uh. And I see them struggling to pass. How many shots is this guy taking? Josh is now getting the happy feet. He's now like what? He's like a half second ahead before reading his routes and he's jumping out early. So you got Damian Harris proven inside the tackle runner. You got Latavius Murray proven inside the tackle runner. And you got your lightning bolt cook on your outside, whatever you got to do. What are you watching? They did not get, they did not, they didn't yeah, look I, I, I'm, I'm good at personal. all last night. All I'm talking is personnel. I'm talking about what you have okay. in your stable. 
You know, you got to look and you got to reflect. Your top dog. Is you a watched that game player. last night, and you're like, I want them to run more. Jeff, Jeff, I'm looking past the result of the one game. I'm talking about your top option is a malcontent. Diggs. He's not, not a malcontent. Happy. He's malcontent, he bro. He wants to win a Super Bowl. He openly wanted out. No, he didn't. He went on Twitter and said that's not true. Okay, that's good. Anyway, let's let's move on. Let, let's make sure we're not overreacting here because a lot of shows do overreaction Mondays. We don't do that because it's not an overreaction. Yeah. If it's right. All right. Let's move past the Bills game a little bit. I think you see you were you said the word overreaction. I yeah. think we're underreacting to how big the Bills problems are. I don't think it's an overreaction. That's I'm I'm so far on the other side of the reaction spectrum that I think we're underreacting to how big we're not overreacting. People would be like, oh my God, we I think we haven't realized how bad it can be. And here comes your boy Jimmy G into the Ralph yeah. with with you know what he's got? He's got a top three wide receiver, undisputed. Sure. Devontae Adams. Are you betting on him this week? We got a top five back, Josh Jacobs. Sure. Got a mini bag. Yep. Happy to be there. We got a reunion of McDaniel and Jimmy G who spent a lot of time in those rooms together. And they're going to be running that successful offense in New England that never had. Remember the year with um, Moss? Obviously, it's not Brady to Moss, but they have the big play guy. Did you just compare Brady to Moss? No, no. To Garoppolo to Adams? I'm saying that offense was void of the weapon. I'm going to drive down the 400 and and <laughs> slap you with my penis. All right. <laughs> I, I will be taking the Raiders plus nine. Gr- okay. Great. Wait a minute. Plus nine. Where are you seeing plus, plus nine? nine, bro? You understand me? Yeah, I'm just telling you. Oh, what it's nine and a half. It's, it's nine and a half. It's there nine and a half. There you go. Even more. You know what I'll do? I'll buy a full point and make it ten and a half and just love life for a bit. You know? Just love life, bro. Love is love. Hey, 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 we we're taking out our anger at the loss last night and the Giants loss on each other. OK, Mike, we're going to get sure, through this. It's it, it's I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset for the Bills <laughs> because they don't got a lot of one o'clock games. Now this game becomes a loaded weapon. Now everybody's calling that whiner line. The, the temperature in the room has shifted. It didn't even matter how bad of a win that could have been, you know? It didn't matter. Just get the fuck out of there with the W, and now the gun's not to your head. But 0-2, I'm telling you, it's going to be a different vibe at Orchard Park. Josh is a lot like Brett Favre. It's kind of why I like him. It's why some other guys don't like him as much. And you know what Favre did? He always answered back after a horrible game. Always. Favre got one ring. And a whole bunch of Farvian mistakes in the playoffs. Josh has the Farvian mistakes, the playoffs, the fumble versus Houston. You know, he's going to get that one ring. Is it this year? I don't know. We'll see. I think it relies more on Ken O'Brien's offense. All right, moving on to the moving on. What else? Biggest biggest takeaways from the season from um from week one. You know what? What's an overreaction? What's not an overreaction? Yeah, you want to follow up on the other teams? I thought uh, I thought people are overreacting to the Bengals and the Seahawks. I think both of them will be fine. Um, I remember not playing at all preseason. 
dog pounds a fucking sloppy track. It's your in-state rival. That's that was predictable. That was one of your picks, right? Here you nailed the Browns. Hey, All of the Browns gold pick. Yeah, gold, gold pick. pick. Yeah, that's right. Well done, buddy. And I think people are overreacting to the Seahawks. I think that was classic call. Like, remember Pete Carroll's college man. He's like he takes. He's studying young. Like that's how he's he stays relevant at his age. But that was a college loss. Thinking that you were the new the, the hot shit on campus without the crown. And you know, Rams were a lot like Tampa. I think I yeah. made the analogy last Rams and Tampa. A lot of similarities. Last two champions. Um. So. Uh, yes. So those the, you just literally named my my three winners this week. I went three and three. Um, oh, is that right? Bra- yeah, right? Browns, Bucks, and Rams. And again, I just think uh, that I put it this way: I bet if you talk to the Seahawks and they were like, "We're five and a half point favorites against the Rams," they'd be like, "That's a little much." Like it's Matt Stafford, you know? <laughs> like I, it's people get stuck on this hype train. And what the off season does is, if a team's bad, like if they're like sort of. It's almost like the, the offseason separates teams from good and bad and forget about the middle. We talked about this episode 17, folks. Most teams are in the fucking middle, okay? And if you forget that, you can get caught chasing big spreads on teams that are pretty fucking even, okay? Mm. Uh, if me and Huck were to wrestle, okay, we're around the same weight. He's, he's a little younger, a little more spry. I do watch more wrestling. But some people just might look at our hairlines and just take Huck right off the bat. Okay. And I'm telling you, <laughs> like, he shouldn't get like two and a half rounds on me or, or like, you know, I, this, uh, this is going to be an even fight unless he goes for sure. my shoulder and uh, yeah, I'm done. You know, uh, so what you but my thing is, is that uh, the Rams Seahawks, that's a division game. That should have been three points. Uh, that was a steal. Now, on the other side of the coin, you're right. I agree with you. People are overreacting to the Seahawks loss. And now we got this gift of a big Seahawks spread this week. And I don't know about you, Mike, but I'm on it. Um, no, I'm not going to be on it. I'm not going to be on it. I don't like it. It won't, it won't be taking the Lions, a six-point favorite. It's uh, kind of – The Lions have been kinda, eating up their own lunch for f- seven days. We beat the Chiefs. Now here comes yeah, a hungry but, Seahawks yeah, team. Detroit loves their lunch, bro. Big lunch town. Yeah. Um. I think uh, remember Seahawks were up up six at half, so really they only had one bad half. Like it was a stinker I mean. of a second half. Like their game plan coming out, sure they missed a field goal, that's not in the stat line. Should have been sixteen seven, whatever. You know? where, where did the Seahawks and Lions finish last year? It, I'm, this isn't a trick question. Lost they were tied Seahawks in the playoffs. They were Lions tied, play. and Seahawks had the tiebreaker. So what I mean is these teams oh. are fucking even. So why in God's name are the Lions getting six points against, in my mind, a, a basically like if you were to line these teams up in the NFL, Ooh. what are they? They'd be like 14 and 15, like 13 and 14. They are next to each other on the NFL list. These yeah, are two of the most even teams I've ever seen. Why are we getting six points? Um, you, want to, uh, you want a quick weird Mike bonus? I won't make you wait till the end of the episode. I'll be giving a bonus total. Most weeks, okay. Yeah, everybody? big shout out. Everyone was loving that bonus total. The over and the Miami Chargers game was the one pick Mike got right last week. We both missed on the Giants, and when I say missed, forty to nothing is quite the miss. I think my dad, my dad's a big Giants fan, grew up in Montreal. Shout out Chuck Charles Hewlett. I love you, bud. Uh, bud, it's my dad. Um, 
I he records the game, so I have to watch the commercials. I bet he turned that one fucking off and watched the news. Um, I'll tell you one thing that's not an overreaction. I got the pick, man. Okay, I was about to drop the bonus pick. He drop the bonus pick. Sorry, me. sorry, sorry. I don't know if I, the, the mojo's gone on it. I feel no, no, no. I just fine. had a chance to rethink it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, it's the Seahawks Lions over. The the, the the bonus pick comes organically. That's okay. nothing that I plan. As we talk about the week ahead and what we just saw, and what I know and what I remember, and you got a Seattle Seahawks team that did not break out offensively, almost laid an egg, if you will. They, I think they had one touchdown, maybe a second late. Um, and the Lions, no can move the ball, fast track, Ford Field. And I think uh, Seahawks come out a little sleepy with the West Coast, East Coast vibes. But they're going to have to play catch-up, and Detroit's okay to do that. Okay, over, so official bonus pick, 48 and a half over from Weird Mike. First bet of the episode. I like the early bet. You know, the early bet, the early pick. I like it. Talk about it. Um, you know, what's weird, Tariko, uh, Mike Tariko, not a big fan of Mike Tariko as the as a Sunday Night Football guy. He did, and at the end of the game, literally said, well, you know, the, the Lions win, big win, and then threw in what comes with an asterisk because Kelsey wasn't playing. No asterisk, Tariko. They beat the Chiefs. Shut up. However, yeah. for a betting man, it's I important like to remember. It's, it, it's important to remember that they, they, they did not have Kelsey. So that could have e- easily been uh, a, a well-fought loss. And then you ask yourself, is this spread still six if they lost to the Chiefs by like two or three? So uh, Seahawks ain't missing DK Metcalf, for instance. You know what I mean? They ain't missing their best weapon. I like the Hawks a lot. It's going to be on my podium. Um, we we're talking about Fugazi, Fugazi, like they are basically um, uh, overreactions and, and what's not an overreaction. The Giants, here is is not an overreaction. The Giants still need a franchise quarterback. And the problem for them is they just fucking signed one. <laughs> but is there anything more? Like, I, I'm not saying he's bad. That was obviously not a great night. But even on his best, is he top 15 in the league? Daniel Jones? No. Exactly. And if he's not top 15 in the league, that ain't going to get it done. They should have done what the what the what Kansas City did with Alex Smith six years ago. They won their division. They won a fucking playoff game. Uh, sorry, they lost the playoff game to the Titans. Mariota's Titans. Huck's Titans came back. Mariota's passed to himself, ran it in, big comeback. Either way, they made the playoffs. They won their division, and they said goodbye to their franchise quarterback and drafted a new guy from Texas Tech who might just be the new GOAT. Um, I feel like the Giants should have done that last year, signed him to like a one, two year deal and trade it up and find his replacement. Cause if he's not top 15 in the league, if he's not top 10 in the league, look back at the Super Bowl champions of the last 30 years or any Super Bowl winning quarterback, any in the last 30 years, not considered a top 10 quarterback in the league. Think of one. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. Well, I the like Giants the, are screwed. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I, I kind of low-key like them for Survivor at Arizona this week. We'll talk about Survivor soon. Ooh, yeah, let's talk Survivor. You want to go now? You want to launch into let's it? Go, yeah, let's go right into it. Love it. I survived with Baltimore. I only have one entry. Hawks you got a lot got of one. entries? <laughs> I got five left. Uh, fucking fab on the SEM crew. Went with Denver. We got five of six. 
remaining five of six. I like Denver too, Fab. Not Survivor liked them, but but definitely like them. <clears throat> um, high roller still alive. So we got pod updates. Huckster, who'd you take, buddy? I took the Ravens as well. Let's go. Okay, so that would mean look who's talking. Has seven entries, a toe and seven entries remaining. 2,900 began. 550 were eliminated. With Minnesota. Oh, a lot of them were Minnesota. And Seattle. And Seattle, yeah, wow. Big chunks. Low key, a couple dozen took the Bills. Wow. One guy took Houston trying to win 290K in week one. (laughs) I kind of like that. I got to be honest. Bad respect. It's called a reverse parlay. You pick everybody else to lose, and you just take, you just walk into the bank and take the buy, the loot. Right? I could have done the same thing with like Atlanta, like you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I let you know, uh, Mad people took Atlanta, including one of us, the Cemetery Crew, took the Falcons. Uh, two wash, three two Baltimore. So we're through. High rollers survive. Remember, folks, don't be. What is it? Don't be stupid early. Don't be cute late. You want to go on Survivor. You don't be stupid early. And don't be cute late. Hopefully you're around late. This week we're leaning with those Cowboys home opener versus the suddenly unbeatable New York Jets. I can't see them rallying on a short week in the Big D with what just happened. And I can't imagine the night they had last night knowing that their season was is fucked and it's like it's like new year's eve on june 7th that, that, that's <laughs> yeah. what happened that's what happened you know what you know sala and sala's that guy hey eh? he's a man of the people you know what guys fuck it let's go to 4040 tonight let's burn it down okay wrong choice of word on 911 i apologize yep but nevertheless you understand what i'm trying to say here club club dub I, no, I understand. Game? Let's get fucked up because who cares? <laughs> right? So they're rolling into remember, Dallas didn't even break a sweat. You know, I'm trying to not talk about this 40 nothing worst handicap in the history of weird picks, by the way. Minus 40 on the spread. Sorry, minus 37 beat. Yeah. So it's <laughs> tough go, man. We got the block block field goal for, for a <laughs> touchdown. Like, that's not. That's that's a, in, in handicapping like that's, you know, that's an asteroid like that shit doesn't happen, you know, so, so and so then, then, one, then you get a pick six after that. Like, yeah, no, I get it. Like, it felt like we talked about this last night. It felt like the Peyton Manning Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl where it's like, oh, we're not even going to get to watch an actual football game because there's some random shit happened. Not not to take away from the Dallas special teams and Dallas defense. Dallas defense looks great. I was saying this to C-Mac. Dak still looks like shit. The Dallas football team looks amazing. The other 51 players look great. Dak didn't play good, you know? So that was the same building, by the way. Super Bowl and that Giants game. Whoa, also about. get rid of turf. Look, you can in the slow-mo replay of Aaron Rodgers' uh, Achilles tearing, you can literally see his spike just catching on this fucking bullshit rubber carpet. God damn it. Like... Everybody put in grass field. You're making $12 billion a year just from TV. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, that uh, that turf also looked to have a crazy amount of the black beads. I saw Daniel Jones like in his eyeball, like he was like a like a like a cow in a pasture. 
you know, when the flies are just yeah, incessantly yeah. on them, like he was like <laughs> on the sideline. I'm like, I don't know if I can hear that. You can hear that Huck assistant audio manager rubbing the eye. I was rubbing my eye folks. Um, it was bad. It was poor cows. It's like a world vision commercial for farm animals. <laughs> I, I was in uh, Uruguay. I I stayed over. It reminded me. Anyway, um, you're right about the turf. It's it's coming. It's brewing. This might be the catalyst, right? Fucking crazy. Um, Survivor. I remember Dallas. <laughs> you know who doesn't want another three defensive score game? Dak Prescott. He doesn't want this to become only about the Dallas D. So I see, of course, Jets D could be legendary. Real soft spot. Even if they bring in a guy. It, it, it's it's tough. So I'm leaning big D and I'm going to be left in a tough spot. I hope you guys are too. Perhaps not terribly upset if the Raiders did shock the bills and wiped out a third of the pool, the home team, the biggest fave on the board home opener. I don't know, 2,400 of these people remaining, but I'm guessing 730 of them. We'll be taking the Buffalo Bills. You might be looking at you might be looking at one, but I, I think oh, 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 oh. I feel like Dallas is actually just a, a safer pick. Zach Wilson against that Dallas D, uh, <laughs> like that can't. That's not a good recipe. Like you know, he didn't play great last night. Like he he threw it right to Matt Milano. Uh, by the way, we mentioned this last night. I'm not giving Josh a pass, but for the love of God, he got fucking rocked in the first yeah. half, shoved into the ground. Keep in mind, when some of these big football players uh, get rocked and they're not, you know, knocked out and they're not because Josh is a, a Wyoming fucking farm tank, he just gets right back up. It does not mean that he's not concussed, okay? Football players play concussed. Troy Aikman played a whole half of a, a, a whole half of a playoff game that he still does not recall. He threw three touchdowns. Um, Josh, that fumble play, look like somebody who was drunk okay like the shotgun the shotgun snap goes right through his hands hits him in the face and he grabs the ball doesn't secure it and just runs into the line and fumbles and is like looking at like his teammates being like i don't know what i just did i shouldn't have taken those shots you know what i mean jaggermeister bro i didn't like i thought i thought it was the play he slipped through and sort of face planted with the turf with a 320 pound defensive ball. lineman on his back, like that one. Yeah, but he actually he got, like he, he got, escaped. Put it this way: yeah, that anyway, that play where that 320 pound lineman jumped on him, and and like tried to kind of like almost uh, like rock bottom him into the ground. Like Tua Tagovailoa's career ends if that's him. Josh just got back up and shook it off. Both. Yeah, you want to talk about your uh, you want to talk about your fins? You teased them in the opening. I was. Yeah, I was man. Curious to where that was that's leading. Just, that's fucking scary. Like, if Tua can stay healthy, and I even like Mike White, their backup, White Lightning from the Jets. Oh. I got I a gotta future, tell you, I got a futures on Tyreek Hill, twenty bucks, two grand, or it's something around two grand. He's you can still get him at a great odds, folks. He was plus ten thousand before the season. He's now plus seventy five hundred. Here's my theory: if he goes and sets the new yardage mark. For receivers and Miami either wins the division or makes the playoffs. And if Tua can't 
survive the entire season so that he does. He sets this record with like Mike White throwing three or four of the games. That is even more of a case for most valuable player because he's doing it with any quarterback. And if he runs for, if he goes for 2,300 yards, yeah. If there's any, if there's any wide receiver who's going to win the MVP this year, it's going to be him. So plus 7,000, plus 7,500 you can get him for right now. Just throw that no away. People are going to smash on it. Well, do it now. Do it in September. <laughs> they need a reason to, um, yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I'll maybe I'll front some cash now that I've got a little info digested and uh, maybe make some in-season futures. Well, Tua moved up to the co-favorite with Pat Mahomes with, with one performance. Hey, great game by Tua, by the way. Shout out to the lefty. Yeah, but Pat Mahomes it, is not winning the MVP this year. Probably not, but he's ne- you shouldn't rule him out it's, after it's, week it's, one. It's not happening. Can I make that a weird pick here? Is that not happening it's not that wouldn't count as like an actual pick like okay check well, whatever i could pick seventy thousand players who aren't going to win the mvp as well go ahead do what you, do what you got to do jeff okay. i'm only picking one okay <laughs> uh <laughs> james cook probably he's not, he's not gonna win this not gonna win the mvp i guess you know you're picking the number one favorite so i'll give you that all right just to wrap up survivor i'm taking dallas unless uh Unless I mention something else on Instagram or TikTok, follow us at Houston Talking, follow Weird Mike at Weird Mike, Weird M-I-C, and follow Huck Media for any and all media needs, drone flying, basically anything you fucking need. Based in Toronto, operate all over North America at Huck Media. I'm taking Dallas uh, with elite, with possibly a backup pick as Buffalo. And I would stay away. I, I nailed my stay away last week. I said stay away from the fucking Vikings. And uh, my advice to everyone is stay away from the Lions. Don't make the Lions your survivor pick. All right. And if you're looking at San Fran, just remember Matt Stafford and a, and a shittier team versus Brock Purdy and an, and an all-star team. So quarterbacks, Rams checkmark. The rest of the team, Niners checkmark. I'm predicting a Niners win, but it might be closer than you think, especially in L.A. So we'll see. But the stay official stay away game, stay away from the fucking Lions. Yo, um, Niner gang is turning into a thing, eh? Like red is taking over stadiums. Especially at SoFi. Um, but yeah, so SoFi, so Bay Area known shithole. Like there's a lot of anti-home rhetoric. So like I'm taking these people on tour, like Bay Area people are out there. They're looking for any reason to go anywhere. You understand me? Weekend, wine country, football game, film fest, uh, fucking work conference, babies, neighbors, baptism. They're out there. Babies, neighbors, baptism. There you go. (laughs) Chalk it up, baby. Sounds like a party. Call the strippers. So we know Steeler Nation, Terrible Tower, home opener. You know, that's usually solid red and black and yellow, right? That was a third takeover. Like it was out there. And they're going to dummy SoFi. They're going to be 70-30. Okay. Uh, before before the win. Before the win. Mad sharp money on Pittsburgh. Like a lot of experts. Yeah, really. Fezzik, it was his, it was his five-star bet. Whoa. It, a, lot of pe- a lot of smart people uh, lost a lot of money on Pittsburgh. Public was heavy on the Niners. 
sharp and sharps and public uh we're all in the bucks uh going into like the you know the kind of sharps brought the number down from six and a half to four and a half and public hopped on board because no one trusts kirk cousins so you got three massive faves nobody's talking philly survivor hey thursday night I, I looked at it. Uh, I'm, who, who are you gonna Who are you gonna take? And then let's get to our picks. I'm 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 ninety percent of I'm ninety percent Dallas. Yeah, I think that's got to be Whatever. the play. I think Philly holds serve, and I think Minnesota takes the ten days and regroups. They could go forty nothing, forty nothing on New York, New York, two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh my God, they're gonna. Oh my God, they're gonna. Right. So yeah, uh, Dallas, what about you, Huckster? Where, where are you leaning? Yeah, Huck Daddy. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I haven't looked at next week yet. We're getting there. All right. Hope to see you in week three, buddy. I know I'll be there. I love how you were talking about your bonus pick before, Mike, and you're like, yeah, it's got to come up organically. You know, it's got to come up organically. I feel like if you're ever on like a you know a date with a girl and like it's going well, she's like trying to get you from the kitchen to the bedroom and she's she gets too specific. I feel like that fucks you up. Hey, eh? like she's like, I want to go, I want to go on, I want to go to the bed. Okay. I want to take my socks off and we're gonna do a missionary for about seven minutes. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I want the positions to come up organically, all right? Why don't you just why don't you just shut your mouth, all right? Or I won't pay you. <laughs> okay. Without giving away too much, that's the only place I don't mind being told what to do. Okay. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> yeah. So is everybody, Jeff. Oh, so yeah. is everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Let's get on. Uh, we got some picks to do and uh, fired up for week two. All right. Just like the best things in life. The only thing better than the first time is the second time. Okay. You forget. You remember that the ear is not a hole. And, uh, <laughs> and I'm reminded that Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. And I'll be staying the fuck away from the Giants for at least a month. All right. I make little rules for myself, in my notebook. A lot of it was Atlanta Falcon stuff from like four years ago. Um, yeah, so our picks went three and three. I just want to do a big little contest shout out on follow us on on at Hughes Talking on Instagram. I'm gonna do a whole three of everybody's touchdown survivor pick and left and who got eliminated on what player and all that stuff. And uh, go to officefootballpools.com if you want to check out the standings. Here are the two guys that went perfect. Alex Harris, 93, 6-0. Bluesy, 27. Don't know who you are, but 6-0. Shout out to the Beck guys. Alcock and company, 5-1. Chris McElhaney, 5-1. Parlay Babe. I don't know who you are, but I like your name. 5-1. Uh, Joe Meeford. Oh, sorry, Bedford, 5-1. Joe Meeford, 4-2. No Reason Flowers, 4-2. Buffalo Mark four and two, Hiller four and two, McGarry four and two, Derbs four and two, Huck Daddy four and two, the Rent Boss Brent Sescon four and two, uh, anyway Dewey four and two, and then the rest I'm, I went three and three, and so on and so forth. All right, moving on to week two picks. You picks you. All right, okay. My gold pick, you've heard me talk about it for most of the episode, and I'm very fired up about this number because it's three it's three points wrong, or two and a half points wrong. We're taking the Seattle Seahawks on the road. Yep, bet against them last week, betting on them this week. Got a flip-flop, like a good coin uh, to be a good handicapper. We're taking the Seahawks plus six, going into Detroit to play uh, Detroit Lions. Yep, it's one o'clock game, West Coast team. 
and maybe that's why they've added an extra point or two to this handicap. But in my mind, these are the 13th or 14th and 15th best teams in the league right next to each other on the old team depth chart. Field goal game. Pete Carroll, fantastic coach. Dan Campbell, very inspiring coach. But who's the more technical X's and O's guy? It's got to be Pete Carroll. And I'm going to take a coach who's 0-1, who did not expect to be, to have a great week of practice. And we're going to have a mistake-free Seattle offense. It's going to run the ball good. It's going to use DK Metcalf and some of their receivers and just their whole offensive playbook to make sure that they go one-on-one. And if they don't, they ain't going to lose by a touchdown. It'll be by a last-second field goal by some Lions kicker I've never heard of. Either way, take the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, where did these two teams finish? We mentioned that. Absolutely tied last year. Okay? Tie break. There's been one week. Let's stop overreacting. Yeah, the Seahawks lost a division game at home. As Weird Mike pointed out, they were six points. Six points in the lead at half. Okay? Just a bad half of football. Doesn't mean the Seahawks are shit. In fact, they're better than shit. So six points is a gift against the Lions who've been eating their own Lions media coverage since last Thursday. Thinking they're probably a little bit better than they are. So yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks. Gold pick. All right. Silver pick. I don't think Cincinnati Bengals are out of the woods yet. Uh, Joe Burrow's not totally healthy. And it is a bad time to be going against a totally healthy Ravens defense who are flying around the ball. Roquan, Roquan Smith is the new Captain Raven on defense. That guy's a scary man. The Bears should have paid him. They might have been able to beat the Packers last week. Pay your Grizzly Bears on defense. All right? Pay them. Roquan Smith and company. Lamar Jackson. Zay Flowers looks like a nice speedy receiver at uh, for the Ravens offense. You know, new offensive coordinator, new system. So kind of a shaky start on offense for the Ravens last week. But yeah, to call this, the Bengals offense shaky last week would be uh, an understatement. Joe Burrow in that passing game couldn't get it going against the Browns. They got no running game. So I just think that I think the Bengals would love kind of an Arizona this week, sort of just get get back on track, almost have like an exhibition game. Unfortunately, they have a very pissed off Baltimore Ravens team. The Bengals have gone into Baltimore two years in a row and smashed them. It's payback time. I don't often hop on the Ravens flock in division games, but I'm all over the Ravens at plus three and a half this week. You should be too. Okay. Bronze pick. Bronze pick. Uh, I am taking the Miami Dolphins minus two and a half going into Foxborough to play Mac Jones and the Patriots. Look, Patriots got a good team, but I'm not sure about their quarterback. Mac Jones, smart guy, goes well with the coordinator of Jim O'Brien, but he throws a softball, man. Like he throws uh, a Rowan Gartner. My arm is now back to normal and I just have to underhand it to this New York Met type of throw. Like, he needed to gun it in there a couple times, and he threw some lollipops, and it's not like he was getting hit or pressured. He just, if he doesn't have perfect footing, it's a real softball, man. Bailey Zappi throws a better ball. Not saying he's a better quarterback, but there's at least some zap zip on it. Uh, I don't think it's a good time to be playing the Dolphins. Two is healthy. Defense is healthy. Every single speed receiver they have is healthy, even the white boys. And, uh... Yeah, I don't think the Patriots' PBs have the speed to cover these guys. 
I think it could be a track meet, and New England is not the team to win a track meet. I think the Dolphins win this by a touchdown at least. And I'm not saying the Pats are horrible, but two and a half is not giving this this Dolphins offense enough credit. So I'll take the Dolphins minus two and a half bronze pick. All right. My uh, fourth pick, I'm going to be taking the New Orleans Saints on the road. Minus three, Monday Night Football at the Carolina Panthers. I think the, I think the Saints defense can step it up. They shut down Tannehill pretty good last week. Uh, and going up against the rookie Bryce Young, new coach, new offense, new everything in Carolina. You know, they played okay against Atlanta. And now they're going in for their home opener. The Saints ain't scared to play at, 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 in Carolina in September. It's a, not too intimidating of a home field experience. And I think squeezing out that win with Derek Carr, new, just good vibes. Now going on the road, let's go 2-0. and Looks like they're going to be battling the Bucks and the Falcons all year for the for that, that division. And I just think they're, they're looking at this like this has to be a win because the rest of their schedule is not easy. Uh, I'm t- I'll take the Saints, just a much more veteran NFL team. Uh, Bryce Young's going to have t- – uh, he's going to be in tough with uh, Lattimore in the secondary and everyone else in the Saints D. So close game. The Saints aren't going to smoke him because Derek Carr doesn't fucking smoke anybody because in the third quarter he just decides to throw on the run even though he's not good at throwing on the run. He just gets excited. He's like a five-year-old in an adult quarterback's body. Um, yeah, so final score, 22, you know, 2014, 2014 Saints. Okay. Uh, I am moving on. My next pick, I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, minus three at home, the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I'm all about the Bucks this year. I got a sweet parlay, Rams and Bucks. All right, 50 bucks to both win their division pays $5,000. They're already offering me a nice cash out. Fuck you. All right, we'll talk in week seven. Bucks are going to win this game, folks. It's because of their defense. Their defense has this thing. You know what that thing's called? Championship rings, Mike. Okay, and they're all fully healthy. Yeah, Tom's gone. And they just watched the whole world give up on them. These guys got pride, and they're not old. Like, they like... This, this team, White, Levante, David, Fedevia, they want to do a couple more runs. They're looking at the former number one pick with a chip on his shoulder who can make throws. Like, he's got zip. If the Pats had Baker, they might be better. I'm just saying. Um, if Baker doesn't turn the ball over, he can make throws that other quarterbacks can't. Other quarterbacks like Daniel Jones can't. So, I think Todd Bowles has him on, Todd Bowles, sorry, has him on a good leash. Hey, if it's there, throw it. If it's not, we got a great defense. We'll fucking punt. And if they can play that type of game, I don't uh I don't like what the Chicago Bears are doing on offense. They did you see there's a there's a thing on Instagram where they only threw one ball. Not Justin Fields' fault, I don't think. I'm blaming more than just the coordinator. They threw one ball that was longer than eight yards, like in the air. They've got all these little bubble screens, and it just doesn't fucking work. It's not gonna work on the road either. Yeah, I'll take the Bucks minus three, sure. And finest, final pick, six pick. A uh, little comeback game. Take the Pittsburgh Steelers at home in the second part of the Monday night uh, doubleheader. They are plus two at home, the Cleveland Browns. Look, the Browns just, in the words of Weird Mike, the, the Browns just blew their load. Okay? And now they just went, now there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing left in the bag. All right? And Pittsburgh, 
I got something to prove, man. That was a horrible performance against the Niners. I still hate Matt Canada. I actually thought he was gone. Sorry about that, folks. I mentioned last week that he was gone because I thought it was obvious that they needed a new offensive coordinator. They're scoring more than 20 points, like one of every six games. What the fuck is going on? So I hate, I don't like the Steelers coordinator, but I love their players. And it's a prideful team. They are not going to get embarrassed two weeks in a row to start the season at home. If this game was in Cleveland, I don't know. But this game's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's going to win it. Plus two's a gift. Pittsburgh's going to win this game. Welcome to Pittsburgh, Deshaun. The Browns cornerbacks don't do well here. Look back in time. We retire Browns quarterbacks here in Pittsburgh. Those are my picks. You. I'll run it down for them, Hugh. Ahead of the rebuttal, gold, Seattle, plus six, Raven, yep. plus three and a half, silver, Dolphins, minus two and a half, bronze, followed by the Saints, the Bucks, and the Steelers. Let's go. Four, five, and six. The one I really only like, Jeff, is the Baltimore pick. I'm not sure why it's three and a half. Me neither. Um, that's a little wonky. Uh, but he has had some success against the Raven, but... I think I said it when uh, the Bears let Roquan go, that Roquan was like the ninth best player in the league. And I think he's the sixth best now. <laughs> he's, a, he's a fucking bear, man. <laughs> Out of control. Just one of those guys that doesn't doesn't matter. Money, free, teammate. He just, he's in the right spice with the right idols. And he's probably got Ray in his ear. You know, this is how it should be. And he's embracing it. So I'm all in on that. Um, I think the Patriots, I said it earlier, I think they're going to be better than everybody thinks. I think it's a short price. The only side is Miami. If you're taking a side. Two right? and a half, sure. Patriots really going to lose by one against a team that could score like crazy. It's, But, you know, could be could be goating us in there to lose all in two at home. That's a tough way to start a season. I just don't, I don't believe in Mac Jones' ability to, like, make anything happen right now. Yeah. So, yeah, if it's... Uh, Nice, pretty day in New England could be a long day. Like if Miami scores 30 points, it's over. You know what I mean? Like Pats just ain't that offense right now. Good team. Good all around team. And I think they'll be better than people think too. Bad time to be playing playing Miami. Like especially at Foxborough. If this game's in December, okay, totally different story. Sure. Beautiful September game on the Northeast for Tyreek and and Waddle and Barrios to run around. No problem. Um, and they almost pulled off the upset uh, versus Philly with Tommy Boy in the building. What, a, what an end of the game that was. <laughs> Staying away from that Monday nighter, two Monday nighters for a couple of weeks. It's not just the first two. It's a couple of weeks. we got two Monday nighters. I don't like the home opener. I didn't like what I saw out of the Saints. Just a big stay away. Um, I like uh, Tampa Bay. They're basically the same team. As the Packers and the Bears struggled mightily, a sound running game with some championship level D and some O line experience. So I, I, I don't. I think it's a tough sledding for the Bears. All that preseason hype that the Lions capitalized on and the Falcons capitalized came up real short for the Bears. Let me tell you, um, they might be a fugazi, even though they lost. The Bears and Steelers uh, Browns. I, 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 that's a total coin flip. I think it should be a pick 'em, but no, no real way either. There, that's I tough. I think, think the Browns are more than you think. 
I'm really just good. I'm, I'm just good, Mike. I'm good with with Mike Tomlin and like just the way the ebbs and flows of his season. I seem to ride with pretty well. Home dog Monday night. I like to hang two my weeks hat in a row. Also, they didn't they, they didn't play good and lose last week. They got embarrassed by the Niners. They got out man. They got out efforted. They got just beat up. And Mike Tomlin's teams don't. That doesn't happen to them two weeks in a row. It just doesn't in Pittsburgh. Just a, it's a different organizational culture in Pittsburgh that just doesn't allow that to happen twice in a row. They're, I don't even know how to explain this, but they're going to practice for 16 hours a day. Okay. <laughs> doesn't make any sense, but you know what I mean? So I'm going to go with a surprising gold pick. Everybody weird pick one and two here. It comes. I'm not even looking at the camera guys. Cause I can't, I can't bear to be looked at. When I say it, New York Giants minus four and a half in the desert at Arizona. That's right, folks. Nationally spanked on television. All right. And where's the best place to be? Is basically the desert. Just get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> Not a bad call. Daniel Jones. You know who's in Arizona? Nice New Yorkers, the ones that left 15 years ago, the Snowbirds. Place is going to be half Manhattan in Glendale, all right? And the right kind of Giant fans, not the fucking license plate guy who's, you know, trying to get. Anyway, Giants, embarrassed. And like you said, 40 nothing's 40 nothing, but that was an ambush where they never got a chance to get going. And I think they will get going in some capacity. <laughs> Washington did everything they could to just give that game to Arizona. Four Crazy. fumbles. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? So, yeah, Arizona hung tight. But. Kind of a Fugazi hung tight. Yeah. So, I'm going with it. And I kind of like the irony behind it. Down 40 on the spread. And I think they get a a late touchdown rally to cover. In the Split. desert. New York Giants, light, light. We're going light this week. Took a jab to the chin. We're not going back in round two right away, man. Where we, the trainers called me back into the corner. Little defense this week. Okay. New York Giants, minus four and a half is the gold. And we got for the silver, the biggest spread of the week. I'm taking the Las Vegas Raiders, plus nine and a half at Orchard Park. Just too many weapons. Jimmy G's been to Buffalo. Um, and I think it's the wrong kind of energy at Orchard Park. I've seen it. I've been a part of it. Not all of it. Of course, they're happy to be there. And it's a rare 1 o'clock game, so I hope they capitalize. But um, I think Raiders going to score a few points. And that's it. And, you know, they got a stud D, too. They got Max Crosby. And just... Tough D-line. So, you know, sort of like a Jets light. Uh, I'm thinking big Raiders. I'm thinking maybe even a future on their division. Now, if I'm going to go ahead and drop some real coin into this week two balance. So we got the Raiders plus nine and a half. Godspeed. Those of you taking the bills on Survivor. But uh, I see another tight game. I really do. No way around it. I think a stench loss. Hangs around. Not all losses are created equally. Um, 
you know, Godspeed to Josh Allen. Maybe it's worse than we even think. Like, I watched this post-game presser. I didn't change the channel. I just kind of stayed and wrapped up the night. Now I'm here deep into WGRZ coverage, and it's fucking 1230, and Josh looks like a zombie. He got concussed in the second quarter. I'm telling you. And again, the fourth, maybe. So, like, I don't know where the retrograde on the, the concussion protocol lasts, if it's there. No, but I hope him. he's getting it. Wyoming now. farm tank is going to get some sleep. He'll have some chicken wings and buffalo with some go. blue cheese. He'll be all right. Spirit. I hope it. And um, wrong kind of energy leads me to the Raiders. And uh, a close game. Plus nine and a half. Talk about a weird pick with the bonus over in Motor City with the Seahawks and the Lions over 48 and a half. All right. Uh, I gave you a teaser last week that hit. It was called the Potomac River Teaser. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Washington to win the game. Yep. Teased from seven down to a half point, six and a half points. And then we t- we teased the Ravens and it wasn't even close. I got another teaser for you. Just a little bonus. By the way, Mike, I think that New York Giants handicaps, one of the sharpest handicaps you've ever given on this show. Really? You're going right back. And betting on the team just lost 40 nothing. You explained it why in such a, a great way. And even though I've just made a rule, I'm not going to bet on the fucking Giants for about a month. And Daniel Jones is not the guy. This is a great spot for the Giants. Okay. They totally outmatched the, the Arizona in all aspects. An absolute Fugazi cover against Washington. And Sam Howell, his first game, fumbles galore. Arizona didn't play that good. And the Giants didn't play that bad. They just got. You know, like it was just a fucked up non non football game almost. They didn't look good, but as you said, get get up. The spread should be seven and a half, probably seven, four and a half, just because of week one overreaction. I like it. I'm not going to bet it, but I like it. Um, so, um, so hold on, does that does that praise of the commentary or the handicap include the angle on the New York realtor market and the snowbirds and, or is it just on? Field no, stuff? not really. No, but it's more about the teams, <laughs> okay, okay. whether the, whether they have golfers from New York cheering for them or license plate guys from New York cheering for them. I think it's good for them to get out of the New York market, like the team and just go hang at a hotel in the desert for a couple of days, especially with the jets win across the yeah, hall. Yeah. Yeah. Get the, get them the fuck out of there. And, um, so I'm very excited about that. By the way, for our new new listeners to the show, my handicapping includes everything. Um, you know, home dynamics, uh, retirement plans, uh, weather report, uh, climate, not just weather, but climate, elevation, arid in the desert, uh, the humidity down on the sea. I'm into it all, folks. We're Weird Mike, season seven, buckle up, ready to go. Just like Moneyball, too. Weird Mike's very interested whether the guy's got a hot wife or a hot girlfriend. <laughs> of all I'm saying is that she's a four. <laughs> also, you know, we could be 60 years old. As soon as a quarterback goes down, Weird Mike will still be calling for them to call Tyrod Taylor. Big, biggest Tyrod Taylor fan in the fucking world. Uh, and hopefully, I mean, not hopefully, but at some point, we'll be the biggest Mike White fan. Oh, in the world. Ride the lightning, baby. How about uh, Mike White for MVP? What's that paying? <laughs> all right. So I got a, I'm calling, I, last week we hit the Potomac River teaser and I had a couple of DMs and Hughes talking. People were fucking fired up. So I'll give you one more teaser. It's called the Border City teaser. 
We're, te- we're, we're teasing Buffalo down to s- from nine and a half. Take away six and a half points. All right, Buffalo's winning the fucking game. And we're taking the Seahawks. Tease it down or te- tease it up. Okay, so Lions plus, or sorry, Seahawks plus 12 and a half. Let's go. Seahawks teaser, Bills teaser, the Border City teaser, because the game's taking place in Detroit. Yes, but Jeffrey, the Border City would include that. Oh, Seattle is a Border City. You got away with it. Yeah, I did. Because you're not taking the Lions. No, I know. But Seattle. But the game's taking place in Detroit, Border City. Yes. Seattle is a Border City, so is Buffalo. Yes, allowing the jug. I thought you were going back to another river. I thought you were going to hit another river. Like yeah, the- but I wanted to pick the teams that I actually liked more than just trying to figure out a cool nickname. Regardless of it, I'm very impressed with both. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Um, thank you all for playing our games, by the way. Uh, Survivor Touchdown, Touchdown Survivor, uh, brought to you by Storyteller Beverages. Big shout out to Storyteller. They've been providing prizing for our contest for three years now. Delicious beverages. Follow them at Storyteller Beverages. And big fucking shout out to our homies from Team LTD providing the prizes for our pick six. And shout out to everyone who's playing. Follow us along. Me and Weird Mike are also in a pick set, pick six. It's the, my first time in a big one, and I'm fired up about it. Three and three. Not dead. Not not a lot. Not Not, you know, not a great week, but We'll, we'll just keep on rolling. Anything for shut the huck up. Go Titans. I think it might be time to start Will Levis there down in uh, Nashville. Weird Mike, anything else? No, man. I'm excited. I'm uh, going to take the next two days off from betting and regroup and digest these thoughts. I suggest you guys do the same. And uh, <laughs> week two, as always, every season of this show, tread carefully. More this week than any other week of the season. Fugazi, not Fugazi, is real. Still time to get Tyreek Hill, MVP. Still time, uh, plus 7,500. Still time to get Sean McVay. He was plus 3,500 as coach of the year. I think he's down to plus 3,000 now. Love that. And still time, Shadur Sanders. The whole public's on it, and I'm rolling with him too. Big shout out to Primetime. Coach Deion Sanders and Colorado, the coolest story in football right now. Go Buffs, we here, and I'm on him again. Fuck it, Jenner Sanders for Heisman. It went from plus 3,000 to plus 1,800. He's going to throw for seven touchdowns against Colorado State this week. And it's going go, go to go down to plus 500 real quick. Giddy up. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you next week. Son, you've got